listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 46, where we will be discussing chapter 9 in City of Glass, This Guilty Blood. Bet you don't have a Taylor Swift song for that, do ya? No. <laughs> I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> far and wide editing Kristen here just popping in to let you know we actually cut the chit chat for this episode we wanted to take uh, some time off to enjoy Thanksgiving with our families Um, but don't worry we've got episode 46 locked and loaded for you Um, but I wanted to take a moment to thank you yes you the person listening right now I just want you to know that we appreciate you so without further ado enjoy All right, folks, what do you say we kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Simon wakes up and he's like, the best part of waking up is cow blood in your cup. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) That's right. Izzy left Simon some blood on the windowsill as thanks for sacrificing his freedom for her family. His happiness is short-lived because as he turns around, Raphael, get off my lawn, Santiago, is waiting for him, threatening him to disappear or die. (laughs) Meanwhile, Clary has an unwanted, but you know, secretly wanted, visitor waiting for her at Amatus's. It's her brother lover. She harnesses her ginger rage and starts trashing Amatus's house before creating a portal in her kitchen, whisking her and Jace away to Wayland Manor. You see, Clary promised she'd leave Idris if Jace helps her get the Book of the White to save their mother dearest. They land smack in the middle of the creepy, dilapidated manor house and make their way to the library. Once there, in an effort to help Jace exercise his daddy issues, Clary Peer pressures him into sweeping all of the forbidden books of his childhood onto the floor, revealing a secret, secret passageway. (laughs) I love it. Secret, secret. Sister, sister. No one can recap like Robin. It's true. That's why it's only Robin's recap. Rika, Rika. Because Amanda's recap sounds like butt. (laughs) (laughs) all right the morgenstern siblings in their fit of rebellion discovered v-tang's panic room a la secret doorway behind the bookshelf and seriously was valentine following the how to become a villain for dummies instruction manual or what conveniently really and and you're gonna put it behind a bookshelf like I feel like it's super played out. The only thing that could have made it better is if it was like a handle. Like you pull one book out and it's like. Or like or like a candlestick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say there's a big red arrow pointing to it. This is, Don't pull on this book. Right. One out of place. Like I feel like we're in an episode of Dexter's Laboratory. Like, oh, that's great. On. Yeah. I'm or curious. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Okay. I never watched that. Durfenschwart. Wait. Durfenschmitz you're on your own on this one (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I'm curious how long it would take for a big bunker like this to be built or is this like a wine cellar that was already there I think it was like a converted wine cellar okay okay yeah that would make a lot more sense because don't you think like that's what I always wonder about like these bunkers that people are see secret hideaways someone had to build that Mm -hmm. so someone knows your secret Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is true well obviously Valentine probably killed them all afterwards oh yeah you're right good point no witnesses jeez louise so unsurprisingly jace is shocked by the discovery since he doesn't remember the seller being there 
Yeah, buddy, that's kind of the allure of a secret dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Mr. Morgenstern, you didn't even know you had a middle name, let alone the whole Papa faking his own death thing. So call me crazy, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say Daddy-O had a few secrets that you didn't know about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) That's a good point. Because books are written about heroes and not scaredy hats, the two decide the best course of action is to descend the steps into the dark, damp unknown. Yeah, Uh, I'm all for curiosity and all that. But that right there is a ticket on the Nope Express all the way to no fucking Waysville. Choo-choo! I just imagine (laughs) them getting hit with a spider web as they're, like, descending. (gasps) And the smell. Uh Uh-huh. It's been left abandoned for at least 10 years since since Jace moved in with the Lightwoods. And it's damp, so you know that shit smells like aluminum windows. (laughs) Okay, maybe I've been a little hard on Clary lately. She didn't immediately go running into the darkness, but she decided that sticking together was a better alternative to staying alone in the library. And if the person I was with was going to explore the dungeon, I would, I too would be way too freaked out to stay alone in like this library with like sheets ever. I'm like, no, this is a horror movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Don't think so. It's so it's again, it's weird to me that someone would come behind and cover everything up with a sheet. It's just whatever. Did they only have one witch light between the two of them also? So he was like just left in darkness. I think so. Oh yeah. Nope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope. I'd go into the scary dungeon too. Well, plus I mean, she wants to be next to Jace. So well, it's still daytime. So there's, there's windows in the library at this point. Right. It's just a, but yet, like, musty. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think I want to jump back really quick, though, to talk about the books that are written about people that do things and not scaredy cats. Because I can just imagine a book written about Robin and, like, her, <laughs> her Nopesville, Nope the fuck right out of their Ville way of life. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Like, all the situations Robin found herself in, but instead she called her dad and escaped because she's a good girl. Yeah. Right. It would be a really boring book. <laughs> Um, how to have success as a mother escape all of these things <laughs> oh that's good okay where were we oh yes so with only a witch light to guide them the two head in oop, the two head down the spiraling stairs and it's just as creepy and gross as you would expect <laughs> Like, the way they describe it, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. That's a for me, dog. <laughs> right? So, the stairs lead to a square room, and at first, Clary doesn't really know what she's looking at. Because, um, again, they're only li- not lighted. Right. They're, it's only lit by witch light. <laughs> Fuck. Words, Kristen. Uh, But then she remembers that her father is a murderous psychopath and the white stones scattered around the floor are, in fact, bones. So it's not a giant leap to assume the dark stains on the walls are blood. (laughs) Jeez Louise. I can't even imagine. Right? It's like, dude. Yeah. This is a dad that needed to stay dead. Yeah. So the two quickly realize that the cellar is where V-Ting was doing those experiments that the Sealy Queen was talking about. And Clary's like, those are animal bones, though, right? <laughs> and Jace is like, mm, about that. Yes, little sister, they are. And he pats her on the head. <laughs> what happened was, 
naturally, Clary wants to leave. And I got to say, I think this is the one of those times where growing up in the mundane world with scary movies is a massive benefit to her. <laughs> because we all know this is not going to end well. And even Clary is like, yo, Jace, I think we should, you know, GTFO. Uh-huh. <laughs> what would be the point of, like, why continue to keep going down there? Okay, you saw it. It's creepy. Let's go. There might be clues. Yeah, I guess. Um, but good old Jace, I have an aversion to common sense, Morgan Stern, decides there's more investigating to be done and turns his witch light up to 11. Okay. So. Okay. So before we get any further, I'm going to pull out my handy dandy Shadowhunter Codex. I'm so excited. So is there any spoiler stuff in there? Is it just straight up like rules? Can I read that? Okay. Not yet. Okay. You can read it soon. Awesome. Um, so it has a section on witch light stones. Oh my God. I'm so glad because I have questions. Um, I have a, a pretty solid feeling that you're questions are not going to get answered okay great Um, i had questions and that's why i looked it up and then i was like this didn't answer my question (laughs) (laughs) um but what we do learn in this section of the codex is that uh witch lights are made of atomus um and they're forged by the iron sisters they're like extracted and purified to and then polished to create these these stones um and, and it says uh, that the stones are marked to make their glow uh, to make their glow a property that can be turned on and off at the will of the shadow hunter holding them. So it doesn't say explicitly, but from what like uh, practical evidence we've seen within the books, they have to be holding them for them to work. However, there are places like the Institute, mm-hmm. which is run on witch light, which no one's touching the lamps yes. to keep them lit. So I, there must be like a sequence of runes that. Yeah. Yep. Do I wonder something. if there's like an on rune that you put on it or something. Oh, like that. okay. Uh huh. Probably. But then, okay. So this is a little spoilery, I guess, whatever. But in the Infernal Devices, it's talked about how like the witch lights were lightened basically so they're lowered at night so it's not as bright how like what tell me more i want to know and i want to know if it's really just like glow-in-the-dark paint because i've done that (laughs) i've painted rocks in my backyard with glow-in-the-dark paint and it was great (laughs) oh my gosh okay Uh, yeah you're right that didn't answer any of my questions i still have tons yeah so but in this scene jace lifts his wish witch light up above his head and it gets brighter so there must be some sort of like connection in terms of like the will of the shadow hunter like oh i want like less light or more light like magic exactly don't say the m word around (laughs) alec he's gonna be pissed uh so he turns up his witch light and there's something in the corner covered by a sheet. Um, and this time we're all pretty sure it's not a piano. <laughs> like pretty confident. How many pianos can one person have anyway? Right. <laughs> I moved the good stuff down to the cellar. So against the advice of his sister, J- Jason. I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking like team lift. Like how hard it would be to carry. 
a piano they down those stairs that connects one person to the other then you put the heavy object in the middle yeah <laughs> but who had to walk do you think valentine walked backwards he like, had to have no because he needs to see where he's going to tell the person what to do pivot <laughs> <laughs> and it's a spiral staircase <laughs> move the baby grand to the cellar <laughs> and he's like so incredibly tall he's like tripled over three times yep oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> so against the advice of his sister jace pulls off the sheet to reveal something that made him drop his witch light <clears throat> okay so, so if he's not holding it it went out yeah I would say. It, 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 so Clary okay. snatches up the witch light before it can go out. Okay. So I don't know if there's like a time delay. <laughs> like it's still warm. I so. think, right. Like there's, it's a little weird. Yeah. So quick sidebar. There are about 11 billion moments in this scene where I would have noped the fuck out of Dodge. But if something shocks Jace enough for him to drop his only light source in a freaking dungeon... I'd say it's a good sign that it's time to pack up the Blair Witch Project and get the fuck home. Yeah. Right? Yep. Wait. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> Bye, scary object in the corner. Right? So Clary snatches up the witch light uh, before it can go out and raises it up to see what's got Jace freaking the hell out. And it's a dude. <sighs> so I'm going to read an excerpt from the book. At first. At first, all she saw was the shape of a man, a man wrapped in a dirty white rag, crouched on the floor, manacles circled his wrists and ankles, attached to thick metal staples driven into the stone floor. How can he be alive? Clary thought in horror, and bile rose up in her throat. The rune stone stone shook in her hand, and light danced in patches over the prisoner. She saw emaciated arms and legs, scarred all over with marks of countless tortures. The skull of a face turned toward her, black empty sockets where the eyes should have been. And, <clears throat> and, then, there were, and then there was a dry rustle, and she, saw, and she saw that what she had thought was a white rag were wings, white wings rising up behind his back in two pure white crescents. The only pure things in this filthy room. Bro. The eyes part got me. Yeah. No. Well, so they've got like the same eyes as the silent brothers? Yeah. That sounds like it, right? Right? How do they see? I'm just, I don't know. Magic. Yeah. Rune magic. Obviously. Yeah. Couldn't be real magic. So Jason Cleary are have a are you seeing what i'm seeing moment and jace tries to approach the angel but bounces off the for a force field of sorts the angel is encircled in a pentagram of runes and okay quick question how did he pull the sheet off the angel if the rune circle was forming a force field like like the corner just happened to be just barely over the line right (laughs) he was able to use that like who draped him in a sheet too that is like horrid but like and why you're in a dark cellar. No one knows that it's there because it's hidden very inconspicuously behind a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had to be Valentine because Valentine was the only one that knew that he was down Ex- there. I know. Right? Yeah. So if I'm thinking of like, why would Valentine do this? I think it has to come into play that he doesn't think that like this angel is just 
as good as a piece of furniture to him. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's a tool for him to try and exploit. And so he doesn't really have, because, you know, he's a fucking psychopath. Ah. He doesn't have feelings. It's crazy that he seems so righteous in what he's doing. Like, self-righteous, not actually righteous. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's like you, obviously, to me, an angel especially represents everything Nephilim are, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, how could you treat something like that? Like, a living thing anyway. Yeah. But regardless, like, the symbol of your people that you're so supposedly trying to save right. themselves, basically. Right. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. I can't. He's making this angel take one for the team, basically, so he can he's fix crazy. the world. He's cray-cray. Yeah. So our heroes are trying to think of some way to help the angel captor <clears throat> when he raises his head to look at them. From Clary's point of view, the angel has curling golden hair like Jace. And girl, I know you have a habit of comparing every guy to Jace, but this is a literal angel. Maybe park the libido for like five minutes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, she can't stop. Right? The angel opens his mouth and out comes, quote, piercing golden music. And the way I interpreted this scene was that the angel singing was linked to the visions he was giving them. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? Is that what you guys picked up okay. too? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Because <laughs> it's like they're from what I know of like angel lore. I get like right. Yeah. The the like angels' voices like they don't obviously speak English, right? But like angels' voices are music. That's oh. that's how it has been described in like, lore and stuff like that. But I mean, who someone knows? singing, I don't know, or just like a tune of music. I don't know. Okay, I I, would I have not read the Bible, uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I haven't either. At least not cover to cover. <laughs> <laughs> like I've read parts of the Bible, but uh, I saw one in a, a long time ago. Once. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would assume it would be like, have you ever heard that like an angel's choir, basically? Like a, like a, that is the saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm assuming it's like just a, a voice. Hmm. So the angel gave them several visions, and I'm just going to kind of go through them as fast as I can and simplify. So in the first, a young Valentine is in a wine cellar, standing over a large rune on the floor, chanting something from a spell book. And the rune catches on fire, and when it goes out, the angel is there. But he's, like, all bloody. So whatever magic hurt the angel to bring him down. When right. A young Valentine, which means he's been there forever. Right? Dude. So the next vision is of Valentine and Jocelyn when she's pregnant. And they're discussing the accords. And Jocelyn asks V-Tang to shut the fuck up about politics. <laughs> and she hugs him. And since we're in Clary's point of view, we know that Clary sees something in Jocelyn um like in her face that's something other than love and it freaks her out and i'm wondering if she sees like fear in her mom's face Mm -hmm. like she's like i'm actually kind of fucking scared of this guy right because we know at this point she still loved valentine Mm -hmm. well i want to know how okay obviously you might have to Mm -hmm. so he's obviously ethereal ethereal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is locked away so how was he able to send this vision to her? Because I'm assuming they, like, Jocelyn wasn't hugging V-Tang in front of 
him mm-hmm. so how is he able to see it and know to be he, able to send the vision to right. is he reading Ting's mind to get this vision to be able to send to clary maybe like on um twilight where that guy can he just touches you and can see everything you've ever known maybe he just comes into contact with him and he knows what he just did i don't <laughs> i love or that. or <laughs> i just watched it so it's fresh on my mind you know I, I mean, we don't know how omniscient angels are uh-huh. we we don't know how all-knowing they are we don't know like what their kind of capabilities are so i don't know that that's ever going to be something that we get right explained because it, we just don't know about what their powers are when i was reading it the first time and even every other time and even this time <laughs> when i read it it's so thrilling of a okay obviously it's horrible don't right like, yeah but you just, I want to keep reading because I want to soak everything in. And so then this last time when I like, because I read it first and mm-hmm. then I came back to write everything out. And I was like, you know what? Like, wait a minute. This isn't like, how did he able to see it? You know, mm-hmm. to actually mm-hmm. be able to think about it. I don't know. Right? Yeah. And he definitely, I mean, I agree. It must be fear that she's seeing in her face because there's a reason that he's showing them right. this moment. Right. Well, because he, if he knows everything mm-hmm. Valentine knows, then these visions make they're even more like personal right. picked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they obviously this means something. This is important. <laughs> yeah, like so, he's telling them their mom wasn't in on it or something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe in case yeah. they don't know. Yeah, but if they weird. read the minds, he would know what they know, and they know that she did. Well, I don't know. Or anyway. maybe he's just he's just trying to show them like the sequence of events mm-hmm. of like, okay. what happened. Uh-huh. And, like, so they have the whole story kind of a thing. Yeah, in a time frame because she was pregnant, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Right. So next up, V-Tang is in the woods, moon shining down, pentagram drawn on the ground, about ready to get his spell on. And I'm sorry, but if this isn't 14-year-old Kristen, I don't know what is. <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so anywho, the understudy of the girl from the ring is sitting in the middle of the pentagram and she cuts open her palm and lets it drip into this like silver cup. And she yabbers at V-Tang telling him that the child born with this blood, uh, with the blood she's donating, I guess, um, is going to be a badass, (laughs) but he's going to be super duper evil, like zero humanity evil. (laughs) And V-Tang is like, cool, cool. Thanks, babes. (laughs) Love the snakes for eyes. Soup's chic. (laughs) So when we get, then we get a vision of Jocelyn with Ragnar Fell. And she's not pregnant anymore, but she's looking. <laughs> what? He said pregnant. Pregnant. Like pregnant, Phil. <laughs> that was great. I love it. <laughs> you made a mistake. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. It just it reminds in. me of that guy, the one, what's his face? Alonzo. Alonzo. Yeah. Pergonant. <laughs> Pergante. Oh, God. The guy that reads the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I literally have watched it probably six times and I'm in tears every single every time. time. <laughs> so she's not preggers anymore, but she's looking rough. <laughs> and she's all, my husband's a wackadoodle. <laughs> I read his manifesto and holy shit, he turned my kid into a demon. I just got to go. <laughs> In the next vision, Valentine is standing over the angel and he's like, WTF, why are you not, why are you giving me the silent treatment? 
And then he stabs the angel and steals his blood, saying, it will do me and mine more good than it will do you. Or than it will you. Whatever. It's weird. It is. Yep. Valentine talks like an old-timey something. <laughs> I don't know. He's like Victor Frankenstein. I don't know. Old-timey villain. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get a quick vision of the Wayland Library during a party, and we see Jocelyn hiding the Book of the White in the library. He has to. Like, as you're really like, yeah, like he wasn't there when she was talking to Ragnar. Right. Yeah. And at that point, he was already, I would assume, in the basement or in yeah. the cellar or mm-hmm. in a cellar. Because the first cellar, they they just said in a wine cellar. And then they follow it up with the, the next vision that we get is in the cellar that's below the library. Right. So he, he must have moved the angel at some point when he... Well, that makes sense because they're in the Wayland Manor. Right. Not his own. So maybe at some point they were at, like, his family's house. Right. At the beginning. Or even Jocelyn's family, right? That's where they live. Mm-hmm. Huh. Fairchild Manor. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then we get... A, uh, oh, I already said that. <clears throat> the last vision is of Valentine and the angel again, who we learn is named Ethereal. Ethereal, right? Ethereal, I think. Ethereal. It's, that's how I think they say it in the book. Okay. Um, uh, in the audio <laughs> book. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. Yeah. They're in the cellar below the Whalen library now, and V Tang is doing his villain monologue thing. Um, and he's kept the angel prisoner for years, and he wants Ethereal to tell him why Raziel. Made the shadow made the shadow hunters, but didn't give them the gifts that the downworlders have, because it's like really really unfair. <laughs> when his temper tantrum doesn't work, he offers a trade: tell Vitang where the mirror is, and he'll let the angel die. Can you imagine being tortured for so long? You literally are begging for your own death, right? Oh my gosh! No thanks. And you're an angel, and you still want that. Although, would, do you think angels would be like demons? Like, they mm-hmm. have the different form or whatever. Like, a greater demon can never really be killed or whatever. Oh, because mm-hmm. it's just their projection or uh-huh. whatever? I don't know. They're uh, non-corporeal. Uh, I would say maybe, but I think that this ethereal is actually there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say maybe they are able to do that in a different circumstance, but I think he's actually there. His actual, gotcha. like, soul. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the visions faded, and Clary saw images from her dreams before the angel spoke in her head like a silent brother and said, Hey, girl, hey, <laughs> we're old friends. I've showed you visions before. <laughs> and Clary, <clears throat> Clary then sees uh, the image of a rune, one that she's never seen before, um. yeah okay one she's never seen before and then she's just like magic out of the angel's trance and understandably pretty shaken up yeah so Clary sees Jace and immediately knows that he's seen the same thing she has and ethereal ha- uh, eth- ethereal ethereal fuck I don't know ethereal has been chained up unable to die kind of a bummer if you ask me yeah so after some silent angel communication, Jay steps forward and whispers the angel's name. Awkward. <laughs> it's just, 
He's just confirming. Yeah. Is that real? Is that you? Are you in my mind? Yeah. So when when Jace says what happens, and I don't, I think you put it in here, but okay. I I have not read your part. But when he says the angel's name, what he's actually doing is naming his seraph blade. Okay, got it. And he hands it to Clary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So. Jace urges Clary to focus on the runes, obviously, because he has the blade. It's interesting for the angel to be sitting there and know that that's named after him. I don't know. And it also makes me wonder about... Sorry, my computer's trying to update. Um, About the blades or whatever. The serif... That's what it is. The Mm -hmm. serif blade is what you name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always get those mixed up. Anyway, do they do special things, like different things? Like, why does it matter what you name them? I don't don't think that they do anything special or different. Um, But you have to name them uh, an angel's name. And Mm then it, it... I guess it harnesses i don't know would should we check the yeah. code i feel like it i read somewhere that it um like it calls upon their power of that angel okay yeah. that would make sense because it, there's one point in another book where someone suggests someone names a blade after a certain angel like oh that would be a good one like why couldn't you just name all of them ethereal mm-hmm. like if they don't actually do anything Any angel's name except for Raziel's can be called upon. Mm-hmm. Before the blade can be used, a shadow hunter must name it to invoke its power. Any angel's name except for Raziel's can be called upon. Then the shadow hunter communities often believe that when a shadow hunter names a seraph blade, the blade not only becomes engulfed by heavenly fire, but some of the named angel spirit is infused into the blade as well. Those angels have got to be tired. Like if you prefer one. <laughs> just like dude stop let me sleep i just sat down to netflix and chill <laughs> this is a really funny um not funny but like an interesting thing in the codex it says after a time the power of an activated serif blade will be exhausted and it will need to be refreshed by the iron sisters in order to be used again depleted serif blades can be brought to the weapons room of your local institute for regular recycling it's like a fucking toner or cartridge imagine being in the fight with a demon and you're just like oh man it died my that batteries sucks. are dead it's beeps like a smoke detector yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> all right well it's mentioned that the runes um currently i read mine from the wikia shadow oh, hunter gotcha. to oh, cite good, the source good job so it's mentioned that the runes currently in the floor look like they'd been gouged into stone with something sharp i don't know does that mean that um, runes can be drawn on with something other than a stele? Stele? I guess. I don't know. It depends. I guess Maybe. it depends on the the like kind of magic because I think angelic runes have to be drawn with a stele. Okay. But as we know through Magnus's work, there are other runes that warlocks use. Right. And from what we've seen of Valentine, we know he's been studying like other kinds of magic. Mm-hmm. Like okay. how he took Hodge's spell off. Like a regular shadow hunter couldn't do that. He had to use magic. Right. I don't think angelic runes would ever be able to be used to trap an angel. Yeah. That makes sense. I agree. That makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> so it just was something I'd never thought about. I just always thought that the stele was mm-hmm. what you drew runes with. It's so. weird to think about runes being used in other places except or apart from Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
Because um, it's so ingrained in uh-huh. their culture, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's why they're looking for this book. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> so Clary changes the runes, binding to release and imprisonment to openness. Imprisonment to openness. And it makes me just like, she's just able to alter them real quick. They must look very similar. I don't know. I'm going to use another Twilight reference here because, again, it's just on my mind. (laughs) So when she's done, they shimmer like the vampires from Twilight. (laughs) Glittery. So odd. Anyway, for some reason, the witch light is off. And then here's where I wanted to know about the witch lights again. It just is very interesting to me. It's like an on-off switch, whatever. So the only light that they see is from a seraph blade. And Jace hands um, the seraph blade to the angel. And the angel turns the blade on himself. And... I think that there is a typo in my book. I, I, yeah, I was like, I think I know what you're talking about. It's weird. And it's in, I have two books, books for some reason. And it's in both of them, which obviously they must just be the same copy. I'm I'm curious to know if Clary um, crossed it out like you would, like it's a bad tattoo. And then she like X'd out Mm -hmm. of it. This nope. one's no longer active, okay? Yeah. No, he's not with Roberta anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, so, okay, in the book it says, um, it turned the blade in its grasp until the sharp tip rested just below its breastbone. B-L-O-W. I think it should mean, say blow. Oh. That's not at all like, what I thought you were talking about. Blow. <laughs> what page is it? It's 204, and it's um the... Well, it's right there. Yep, just blow it. Just blow Do my breastbone. Do you see breast what bone. the cat's did? <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is really not important, but it's, it's just cool. crazy to me how many people read these books before they're put out, I'm assuming. Yours might be on 205 because that's how they roll on the, the Kindle version. I know. I just have to... Um, just blow yeah okay it must have been just a typo yeah not important but it's just funny I wonder if they fixed it okay that's a good question I wonder is there a way to know how many there have been how many versions when you have the book you can tell which version yours is and if it's like the fifth version then you know there's at least five. Oh, how do you know on this page yeah it'll be on your copyright page you with your like real words. This page? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. copyright page, Amanda. <laughs> it is fixed in mine. It okay. says below. Okay, okay great. <laughs> anyway, boo. <laughs> I'm such a nitpick. <laughs> anyway, he turns the blade on himself and he murders himself. Like just right away, too. There's no discussion about it. Not like, hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for saving me, basically. It's just like, bam, I showed you this. I'm done. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be too, honestly. uh, Yeah, I don't blame him. Absolutely. He basically turns into light and um, like, I have no idea what I was trying to say there, but he vanishes into the air. (laughs) Like he's just a big light and he vanishes into the air, leaving smoke behind. And Clary's eyeballs were sensitive like mine after I had LASIK surgery Mm -hmm. and she wasn't able to watch. She buried her face into Jace, who reassured her that everything was all right. Like, I know this bitch. It's just bright. And I forgot my sunglasses. Okay, chill. <laughs> it's okay. I think he says it twice. It's all right. Everything is going to be all right. Bitch, you don't know anything. <laughs> Nothing has been all right. Okay? 
<laughs> this coming from the woman who is constantly, you're doing great, honey. Oh, that's true. <laughs> My bad. Good job, guys. <laughs> and then they felt the earth move under their feet. And Cleary realized that the manor was tied to Ethereal. And since he was gone, the manor is next. So they got to book it out of there. Jace activated mama bear mode. (laughs) So he's pulling Clary's slow, accident-prone ass up the stairs into the (laughs) library. He threw a chair through the window and then turns to see Clary's just fucking standing there where a pillar is about to fall on top of her from the bookshelf. And Jace is like, move, bitch. Get out the way. And she... And she barely escapes death before Jace scoops her up and throws her out the window. <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> do I have to do everything around here? Yes. Yeah, because she's just like standing there. I probably like I would be just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's coming from all sides. <laughs> so Clary just kind of like clunky falls all over the place, hurting herself. And Jace comes out behind her doing a ninja roll. And then he's on top of her. Ooh, la, la. To protect her with his body. Meow. Yes, his body. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I feel like it's the way that it's explained, I think, is. You're fine. Sorry. <laughs> is that um, the way it's explained, it sounds like they like kind of rolled out a window and down a little bit of a hill, but it yeah. sounds like they're still really close. And so he's just going to throw his body on top of her, like, no, I think we should just keep running. Let's just keep going. <laughs> There's no time. Yeah, we must be on top of each other. Tuck and roll. <laughs> Sorry. Really good. <laughs> you could do a commercial. <laughs> so the manor was collapsed and Cleary uh, realized that she had lost another fucking Steli. Like seriously. It <laughs> was Jesus. <laughs> she needs a janitor fucking... Janky janitor key. No wonder. Yeah. Yeah. She loses everything. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At least she didn't um, leave her keys in her diaper bag and then have her husband drive 25 minutes away. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> Oli. Yeah. Do you yeah. need a diaper bag for your, like, teenager, your preteen? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Not not me. She tends to spit up on herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so... She tells Jace that she lost this, his Stelle, and he's like, I don't fucking care, basically. I just want to make sure you're okay. And she awkwardly pulls grass out of his hair. Like, yeah, that's super important right now. Like, you, you, you got a little piece of grass in your hair. It's just an excuse Seriously? to touch his golden soft curls. Definitely. <laughs> Let me touch your locks. <laughs> and Jace is like, uh, don't touch me. And I'm just going to have to read here what he says, because he always wants her to touch him. So he says, I'm part demon, Clary. Part demon. Okay, sorry. I'm part demon, Clary. Part demon. You understood that much, didn't you? His eyes bored into her like drills. You saw that Valentine. You saw what Valentine was trying to do. He used demon blood. Used it on me before I was even born. I'm part monster. Part everything I've tried so hard to burn out to destroy. Ah, poor baby. So Clary tries to convince him that. Oh, Clary tries to convince both of them that it's fine by pointing out that Magnus is part demon, which, yeah, I mean, nobody thinks Magnus is bad, but he's right. also part demon. So. I mean, he's like bad bitch, but not like bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Jace reminds her that the blood Valentine used was from a greater demon, so it's different. So basically, like, the blood Valentine used was from a greater demon. But what? So... So I don't, I feel, I guess she goes back and talks about it later, but it seems like something 
How did Jace know it was a greater demon? Yeah. Is what you're trying to say? Well, and how does he know that Val- Magnus's dad or parent, whatever demon parent, isn't a greater demon? Right. I think what he's trying to say is like, the lady that spilled her blood willingly was like, listen, motherfucker, <laughs> this kid is going to be fucked up. So I'm a bad one. I, I agree with you that there there is something that like doesn't quite all add up here mm-hmm. because half, I mean, warlocks are half demon. Yeah. yeah. And they can be half greater demon. So what would make this experiment any different than actually having a half demon child? I mean, I'm sure there's going to, you know, the, the way they explain it is the application Oh, okay. Of like, oh, well, you were fed demon blood okay, while you were in the womb, the womb in utero. Instead of half your DNA it. is demon. Right. Okay. So I, I'm sure that's where the explanation would come in. But I don't think we ever get a clear yeah. explanation okay, as to why it's not the same. Well, I guess if you're not breaking down the entire book chapter by chapter, you're not going to really think about it. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, so Jay starts connecting the dots and wonders if every like if everything is making sense now and he tries to um Okay. So, anyway, Jace is connecting the dots and wonders <laughs> Jace starts connecting the dots and thinks that everything is starting to make sense now. Like things are coming together. So Clary tries to reverse psychology Jace and is like, "Yeah, it explains why you're so amazing, loyal, fearless, and honest." Totally a demon. Fearless. And he's like, oh, you stop. Just stop. Uh, and he's like, I mean, it explains the way I feel about you. And he boops her on the nose. Like, boop. That is so weird and awkward. Why? Okay, he doesn't actually boop her. What does he do? <laughs> that was just me. He just oh, okay. That. I thought I was like, I swear he. No. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. That would be a weird thing for no. Jace to do of all people. I like that you believe books again. I am completely mixing books. Does someone get booped on the nose? Obviously. (laughs) I mean, whatever. Someday. I got. um, We'll see. I just know how she's gonna write things now. Like she's gonna say incredulous in the next paragraph. I'm sure because she says it so often. (laughs) Jeez Louise. And in like um, infernal devices, she says um, refers to people being like um, injured animals a lot. Like, anyway, it's just, it's one of those things that you Mm -hmm. keep using because it's in your, okay, so anyway, just kidding. (laughs) He didn't boop her nose. (laughs) But he goes on to explain how a brother should want to protect his little sister from boys like Jace, which is funny. He's like, yeah, I should want to protect you from the things I want to do to you, basically. And that I like. Is sexy. Yeah. (laughs) I love that I got the last half of this section it is awful i would not have been able to do it it is awful in fact i'm glad you got the first part because the angel part's sad and then you got the awkward part so i'm all good the most awkward person in the room got the awkward part exactly this This is is gonna be awful (laughs) so anyway clary reminds him um that he had said that he just wanted to be her brother and he's like uh yeah well i lied duh (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) he's like i tried to feel differently but i don't want anyone else and finally they're both on the same page and clary tells him she doesn't want anyone else either brown chicken wow wow let's do this brown chicken brown cow yes (laughs) and this is round three (laughs) different kind of fight i mean different kind of wrestling (laughs) okay so Buckle up. 
for your bundle of awkward. Okay. So Jace's breath catches and he's like, oh, damn, Daniel, you're feeling what I'm feeling. And then he instantly goes into the R-rated version of, are you nervous? Getting closer and closer to landing a kiss on Clary and telling her that she needs to tell him to stop. But Clary isn't going to crack. She wanted, nay, she needed Jace. And she was damn tired of always having to put her heart on stop. This time she was going for the gold. Jace almost plants one on her lips, and she's like, come here, you sexy brother lover of mine. <laughs> by the by, Microsoft Word is begging me to change that to your instead of, you know, you, like your sexy brother lover. Obviously, the developer needs to read the mortal instruments. <laughs> anyway, Clary pulls Jace down on top of her, slamming him into her body, because annoyingly, he's trying to be all smooth and suave and gentle like caballero and clary is not into it <laughs> nobody is spoiler alert <laughs> That's anyway true. her adrenaline is pumping and she isn't living for this take it slow approach they end up tumbling through the grass in each other's embrace and it all sounds very whimsical and cute but i'm assuming there's like shattered glass trenches everywhere from the whole explosion that just happened Anyway, Clary tugs on Jace's Jace's jacket off, and then somehow his shirt comes up, too. And I'm picturing, like, when your shirt gets rolled up into your hoodie that you're trying to take off, and you think you're the only kid in seventh grade that has stretch marks on your sides, and they're still purple (laughs) and angry. So you get, like, soups embarrassed and try to distract yourself, like, from everybody from your body by telling jokes or being awkward. No, no. Okay, just me. (laughs) Who you're sharing this room with? It's clearly not just you. <laughs> so Clary starts feeling Jace's back. Like, I don't, anyway. She's, this reminds me of the Outlander, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. She's like running her hands yeah, and all over his soft skin. Ex- no, because you know he exfoliates. The scars are still soft, they're just bumpy. Oh. <laughs> he has a sugar scrub. Right. <laughs> so she's noticing that his star scar is smooth, which is weird and in contrast to his other ones. And she's just, she'll take that so she can draw him better. I don't know. Anyway, for probably the first time in his life, Jace is all thumbs and he can't seem to open the buttons on Clary's jacket. And like a mother watching her kid try to open a pack of fruit snacks, she's like, damn it, just give it here. I'll do it. <laughs> Dude, for real. At that moment, she reaches herself off the ground and gets smacked by cool metal and gasps by surprise, which seems weird, but okay. Unlike Sebastian, Jace immediately asks if he is somehow hurting her. And she's all, no, this giant necklace that I somehow (laughs) failed to notice was round your neck with a massive ring brushed up against my collarbone. It was scary, bro. Literally, bro. (laughs) Upon further inspection, Clary deduces that it's the Morgenstern ring, the same one that she had just seen on their dad whilst torturing an angel. And Clary's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Take a knee. Don't. And Jace is like, okay, I'll take it off for sure. And she tells him, not the ring. Don't touch me. Stop. Hammer time. (laughs) And Clary takes a few seconds and asks, why now? And Jace is confused. And he says, why what now? So I think it's awesome. Anyway, she reminds him about their conversation at Tacky's and about how there was nothing between them. And they couldn't let themselves feel what they wanted to feel because it would hurt everyone. And Jace is like, we went over this. I've done told you I was lying. And Clary's like, duh, I remember. Listen, okay? I know you know that you want 
what I want, but did you know that I don't know why you know what you know? Very good. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He takes a smooth guy approach um, to her questions and laces their fingers together, caressing her cheek, telling her to think back to the other day at the Penhallows. You know, the day where he was a giant asshole. (laughs) Turns out all that name calling was really what Jace thinks of himself, not about Clary. And at least now he's got a reason to be such a horrible person. He was tainted with greater demon blood. He's the monster. V-Tang must have... If he's the monster, V-Tang must have made her the angel. Lucifer loved God. I love you. It makes sense. So it's all good, baby, baby. Dude. Yeah. I... Can we... Uh, really? Martyr. Jace needs to calm the fuck yeah. down. I'm over it. Yep. Stop. Baby. Baby. Ooh, baby, baby. So Clary's taken aback and does that thing where when someone gives you a compliment, you get offended. <laughs> How dare you tell me I look nice today? Are you implying that I don't indeed always look nice? <laughs> She's not an angel. And Jace is like, okay, whatever. Didn't you see the dream where V-Tang said the blood was for me and mine? This explains why you can make runes. The Seelie Queen said we were both experiments. Clary further backs up her claim by citing her sources. One. I don't return library books. Two, I steal music off the internet. And three, I lie to my mom. I am completely ordinary. Okay. Is is stealing music off the internet, like illegally downloading music, is that still a thing? I don't I think don't so. think it I don't is. Think so either like LimeWire? Yeah. 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 Napster. Yeah. I feel I, like this I is- was a LimeWire chick. I mean, <laughs> This is I never did that. Yeah. You'd you'd spend fucking 18 hours downloading a song and like you'd set it up before you went to bed and everything and then you'd get it and it'd be finished. The download would be finished and you play it and it's the fucking censored version or the live version or a radio version somehow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to do it at my friend's house, but she was really good at creating like um, because they even have the sticky things that went on the CD. Oh, I had some of those. Create her own labels. That's what they're on. Anyway, oh, we super used cool. to hold down the oh, yeah. the button on our discman and take a sharpie while it spun oh. and like do like <laughs> I have some of those stuff in my car right now. I I do too. The I do spiral. Well. Yeah. Oh, I what don't have a spiral. It? I have ones I made. Yeah, I have. Yeah, just the yep. blank CD where you. How yeah. funny is that? I never even thought about opening the discman. I didn't even realize it would still play if it was. You have to press the button. Yeah, down. you have to hold down oh, the like latch because that's what happens. Okay, got it. Yep. That's yeah. funny. You guys are so smart. And you draw on your shoes and you like draw on your CDs <laughs> or, and pants. Or if, or if pants, you got like geez. one of like the, the high capacity CDs or whatever, then you could write all the names of all the songs like in a spiral and fill up the whole oh, thing because yeah. you'd have enough mm-hmm. songs on the CD. Yeah. Wow. We just aged ourselves. Yeah. This is before MP3 players. I just want you to know, totally <laughs> off topic, but your daughter earlier was talking to your daughter and she said she was in fourth grade and Bryn was like, wow, I feel old. <laughs> Love her. It was so cute. She's like, and I'm only 12. I know you guys are adorable. Adorkable. <laughs> Love them. Anyway, I love it. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. Sorry. Okay. Well, we are just going to go back into awkward pie because Jace says, not to me. Ew. It's ew. It is so ew. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Girls. Girls. So Jace looks down at Clary because of where their positioning is. Because he's um, on top of her. Yeah. yeah. 
She sees that all the snarky teenage arrogance and angst is gone. But what's left is a mask of self-hatred and hurt. And Clary decides that she's done and tells Jace to GTFU and leave her hands alone. And he starts to get angry, which vomit, honestly, like that. Anyway, tells her that um, she owes him an explanation to which she says, you think you only want me because you're evil, not human. You just want something else you can hate yourself for. I won't let you use me to prove to yourself how worthless you are. And Jace tells her to not put words in his mouth. And Clary is like, all right, then you say it. You say you're not a monster and there's nothing wrong with you and that you'd still want me even if you didn't have demon blood. And of course he can't. So he gets up and collects his clothes that were scattered everywhere. What? How many pairs of items of clothing is he wearing? <laughs> it's like a scarf and a jacket. <laughs> a glove. Earmuffs. And- <laughs> chaps. They're well, chaps. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Writing chaps. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, Clary's on the edge of tears, but she's holding back, looking around, taking in all the destruction. And Jace comes back exclaiming that they're screwed. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because once again, Clary's only able to hold on to Estelle for three seconds. (laughs) And now there's no way to portal back. They're going to have to hoof it. And he said it was like a five hour walk, right? Yeah. So Clary's thinking about how at the best of times, this journey was going to suck. But now it's worse. It's cold. There's absolutely no light because they're in the forest. And Jace won't talk to her. After a few hours. Four hours later. (laughs) Her feet start aching and her mouth gets dry. Like, seriously, fuck that. Yeah. We'll sleep here. Climb a tree. Build me a lean to. I can't walk that far. Although I'm not a skinny teenager who is descended from angels. So, like, who knows? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Might factor in. Right. A little bit. (laughs) Finally, the sky in the east starts lightning. And Clary's like, wow. Dawn already? Isn't it a bit early? And Jay says, it isn't dawn. It's Alicante. (laughs) Which gives Clary her second wind. And um, she tries to pick up the pace and asks Jace if there's a shortcut down the hill. And Jace is like, I smell danger. Something's wrong. (laughs) And he takes off running, and Clary's having a hell of a time keeping up with him. The blisters on her feet are screaming at her, angry. And Jace um, comes to a halt ahead of her, and Clary slammed into him. Just funny. She is about the most unobservant person. (laughs) Seriously. The view of the city changed. There was a strong red light that made the city glow like it was daytime, and smoke billowed into the sky. Clary was able to pick out flames scattered across the city. Alicante was burning. Shit. Dang. Oh, man. Good thing they didn't, like, yeah, take climb a, a tree. <laughs> but can you imagine how exhausting, like, that whole day already has been so long, and now they're probably going to have to go fight or, uh-huh. you know, whatever. I don't know right. what part where they're at, but anyway. Mentally. Yeah. Draining and everything else. Yeah. That's a no. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for reading the awkwardness, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, you are very welcome. <laughs> I made that nice and, like, sexy for you guys. It was beautiful. Okay, so make sure that you've read Chapter 10, Fire and Sword, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.